the Color by Felix podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Color by Felix podcast. Today, we just wanted to talk about, continue where we left off. Every once in a while, we want to just talk uh, about, you know, art just with Sebastian and Andrea and what, what is happening with us. And hopefully you guys can get an update. So welcome and thank you for being here today. Yep, it's just the fam today. Yeah. So Felix, I've been noticing you've been doing a lot of new stuff recently. I've been paying attention to your page and it seems like all these little experiments you're doing that you started when I was down in Puerto Rico, helping you set up the podcast are now like kind of blossoming and you're kind of combining different ideas. And it's been cool to see that evolve. Yeah. I, I, um, well, thank you very much. I, I feel like, um, like I'm finally like, like a kid again, I'm playing, you know, I'm just experimenting and enjoying this process. But I did notice that, um, that it's like a very specific, um, audience that enjoys that style, you know, Mm -hmm. or, or understands it. So actually a lot of people don't really understand it. Uh, but a few do, but like, for me, I just, um, I know I'm just still learning, I'm growing and I, I can't just, teach all the time or like do something that everybody knows that I do. I, I want to learn and grow as well, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and to me, like, I feel like I'm, I'm learning every, with each piece. I, I challenge myself to do something new. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm learning something new and, and I'm getting somewhere, but I'm not even sure if I'm there yet, you know? Yeah. I think that's a great point, man. It's like, you want to, I, I've been thinking about this a lot myself because since we ta- started this podcast, I went out and started my very own thing that's like blossomed. And it's this, you know, just basically being like on social media talking about fashion and stuff. And so I've encountered a lot of stuff that you probably were encountering back in 2017. And mm-hmm. what it's made me realize is that there's this expectation online or just for all of us, I think, where we tend to expect like mastery and perfection when that doesn't even really exist, you know? Yes. I love that. I think that that is the thing is like, we think that anybody who's putting themselves out there on social media or trying to talk about a subject or trying to be an artist or a whatever is supposed to know everything about their thing. And it's like, no dude, like if I waited till I knew everything about my thing, I would be dead. Like I'd be 80, Mm -hmm. you know, the limit does not exist. (laughs) What's have, that you from? Seen, have you seen Mean Girls? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like what what you're saying, Felix? It's like I I can see that. It's like you are still learning. You're still growing. That's what got you to where you are now, right? It's like if mm-hmm. you didn't have that attitude, you wouldn't even be at the first place where people saw you, which is landscapes and stuff. It's like you had mm-hmm. to be a student to get there. And by the way, even looking at the landscapes that you did back in 2017. It's like they're so different now, and they're so much better, in my opinion. Mm, yeah, um, it's it's crazy because uh, one of my our most popular videos on YouTube, that tutorial, like I look at comments, and after it's it's a landscape painting, and um, and then I someone commented and said, "Hey, the shadows of the sun." hitting the trees you got it wrong you got it on one side right but then mm-hmm. the way the light is hitting you got that wrong and i um i looked at it you know i, I read that comment and i looked at it and other people said the same thing and i was like oh yeah you know they're right i kind of you know there was a mistake <laughs> right there i i did yeah. you know but when i was painting i you know didn't notice that you know at the moment but like i i it, and you know notice that mistake and i'm like oh well you know that's okay i'm still learning you know i'm i'm growing also i don't know everything like what you said and yeah. uh, it's okay you know i learned from that comment also and i'm like uh, i'll i'll try to do better next time <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's nothing wrong with that when it's a comment, when it's like, when it's something like that, like, I think people have an opportunity to be mean about it, but I think that honestly, most people are good people and they'll just yeah. point it out because they want to help you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This comment, I appreciate it because I yeah. actually, I'm like, oh yeah, I did notice that, you know? And, um, I took it like, you know, in a good way, you know, but actually like just lately, like I'm, I'm still like working on, I'm creating right now. I'm working on this series of 10 mini abstract paintings, which you're, you know, you're, you're seeing these, 
um, experimental with markers and just um, texture. layering texture layering you know and, and kind of I feel like I'm focusing right now on on like the color composition combined like the way they are um, touching each other and the 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 connection they can they have together you know and I yeah. choose the color palette and then also the design of of the layout you know I don't really have like a specific goal or like a a feeling or for this series I kind of want the viewer to kind of diff, you know um let them interpret it the way they want to but like to me uh with this series I'm focused on uh the design part of it you know mm. Yeah, like, like I, I really, the- I'm like the lines and the, the, the spaces need to kind of balance in a way. And that's what I'm focusing on. And I feel like I'm in that area, the design part of area, I'm, I'm kind of challenging myself to grow in that specific area, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there's, if there's like a specific area in my life where I'm like going through a stage where I'm like focusing on just like the blending part, then I will focus mainly more on that part, you know, yeah, and then the yeah. rest so and i think that's the best way to learn too it's like you could go off and you know get some art books and watch some lessons online and do it all in private and then wait till you've got that you know to the next level before you show anybody but i honestly think it's so much faster to have the high stakes of like hey people are going to see this you know Mm -hmm. so i better you know it kind of makes you get in your best form Yeah, I also like um, what you guys were saying about like the, and I want to talk more about that, like about um, how nobody's a master. And like, when Mm. you actually realize that, like, it takes so much pressure off of like sharing on social media and stuff, because you realize that all these people, like even the ones that have been like, quote unquote, successful, like, what to like anyone can basically like I guess it makes it less pressure when you realize that they were at your place once you know and they are still not um a master like they're still learning they're still growing they're they're not they haven't reached their perfect self or um you know so like I I think it also takes away that like imposter syndrome that I'm sure like everyone has had, like um, when you're talking about a subject that you feel like you're knowledgeable in, like it's kind of a relief to know that there's always going to be someone that's better than you, but there's always going to be someone that doesn't know as much as you. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the imposter syndrome is so real. Like I had heard so many people, it's become a popular thing to talk about now. Because, you know, you have these like, I feel like it's a way for people who know they're awesome to like (laughs) show false humility, you know, like some of these actors and stuff. It's like, but, you know, then again, even with them, right, I'm sure they do legitimately feel it. But I I think that like, you know, you've got this person making $25 million a movie and they're like, oh, I had to struggle with imposter syndrome. (laughs) You're like, okay, go cry (laughs) into your money. (laughs) It's like, no, but I think it is so real. Like I encountered it too, you know, I it was, um, like I said, I started this fashion thing on TikTok, and I felt like, you know, I was a stylist or I was an assistant stylist, I should say for, uh, five years. I worked in the industry for seven years and I'm like, Hey, I've got so much stuff in my head that I can tell people about clothes and how they should fit and how you can experiment and the fastest way to build a wardrobe and all that stuff and how to be sustainable. And like, I was getting a lot of views on these videos and, then I started to show off my own outfits, but not like, oh, hey, guys, look how awesome I am. It was just like, hey, guys, I'm having fun. This is get dressed with me in the morning, you know, check it out. And then I started getting a bunch of real negative comments like this guy can't even dress. How can you tell people how to dress when you blah, blah, blah. And so it was like it hurt, you know, because I was like, you know, they're kind of right. Like I'm not on the level of some of these other people mm-hmm. on TikTok who are like influencing. Right. But it made me realize it was a big lesson and that I think anyone can learn from because it's like, you can know a lot about something you don't like, because for example, a lot of the people who do dress really well, don't know how to talk about clothes. You know, they don't know how to articulate what they're doing. They just do it based on instinct. They show you a video of them looking cool, but then you don't really have much of a takeaway from that other than, Oh, that person's wearing a cool outfit, you know? Mm -hmm. Or maybe you get an idea, but it's so much, in my opinion, so much more helpful 
for people who are trying to learn how to get dressed in the first place. Well, and that's Mm -hmm. why I think that instead of like comparing, like you just bring something different to the table. And so that's why it's like imposter syndrome is fake, you know, because like it's an imposter (laughs) (laughs) because, um, it's like, it's not real. Imposter syndrome is not real. And you just need to remind yourself because it's like, um, you will never be that person that you're looking at on social media. And that's actually good because what you have to offer is going to bring a whole different audience already just because you're a different person. Absolutely. And then just to put a final book, mark on it or whatever bookend on it is like when I first started getting those nasty comments, cause you know, you get big enough and then those people start to come in because most people are nice, right? Let's, let's reiterate that. If you're afraid of posting online, most people are nice. The ones that you're hearing from that are negative, just block them. If you don't like it, like you wouldn't let a stranger into your house if they were harassing you. So just hit the block button. Mm-hmm. You know, that's your house, your online page is your house, you know? So it's like, um, but anyway, so I started to get the negativity probably around like 10,000 followers, you know, when I hit that milestone. And, you know, it really hurt and it really got me to think like, man, should I even be telling people about clothes? Like if I'm not the best dressed, you know, but then I got over it. I realized what you said, that everyone has something different to contribute. I'm like, people have been liking these things so far, you know, and I just doubled down and went, just went back into it, started, just accepted that there would always be some level of negativity and that it was worth what I wanted to do, which was, which is make a career path for myself that doesn't involve going into an office, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's my ultimate goal. And to also educate people on, you know, dressing sustainably, buying less, stuff like that. That's very important to me. And anyway, I kept that in mind and I'm just like, let's just keep going. Let's just keep putting in the reps, putting in the stuff. And because I didn't quit when I did, I'm now at 24,000, you know, followers. that's awesome. And that's not to brag or anything. That is literally just to say to all of you, like, you don't know what could be waiting on the other side of your fear. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, and all those people who do say negative things to you, like that's coming from their own insecurity and stuff. Like, even if I thought somebody was horribly dressed or if somebody was making bad art or whatever, or not my taste of art, I don't have it in my heart to go tell that person you suck, you know, <laughs> like that takes a special kind of pain, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe I've done that in the past when I was feeling that pain. So I identify with it. Like I understand where mm-hmm. they're coming from, you know, but it's not a good emotion and it's not something that we need to give too much credit to, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. let the results speak for themselves. Just go do what you're going to do. And if people find it helpful, you know, they will let you know, or they will just let you know through their likes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like even with Felix's, um, series that he's doing right now, like, um, like you'll still get some comments like, Oh, my five-year-old can do this. Or like (laughs) my, my grandkids do this all the time, blah, blah, blah. Like, um, this isn't art. It's just scribbles, blah, 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 you know? Um, and Felix is like, yeah, well, great. Like your kids should be creating, like encourage them to keep painting, you know? Seriously. (laughs) Or you get like a comment where, um, oh, I've done this 20 years ago, you know? And, and, and I, you know, I've already done this before, you know, like, like, I'm like, we're supposed to come up with some like new, 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 completely new yeah. idea, you know, like as humans, like, or artists, like, I think it's, it's, you just do it, but it's going to be totally. unique because you do it as a person right now living. No one's like you in the world, you know? Um, what's yeah, the and book? What is, and what does it take away? That's what I don't understand is like, people haven't really thought this stuff through. And that's why I think it's just coming from a place of pain and stuff, because it's like, so what if something was done 20 years ago? You know what I mean? It's like, you're, don't we want everyone to win? Don't we want everybody at the end of the day to just be happy, make a life for themselves, hopefully with as little pain as possible, doing something mm-hmm. that they enjoy? Like, I want as many people out there to do that. Like, I don't, if, if I see somebody else painting, talking about clothes, whatever, I want them to win. Like, let's, yeah, yeah. let's all yeah, be 100%. happy. 100%. Room for all yeah. of us, you know? 
Yeah, and I'm like so stoked for you. I'm like excited to see where this will go. It's actually interesting to follow and hear what you know the update of what you're doing, right? And and so people, most of the people want to cheer and like cheer for you and see you succeed. Um, like one of the things I noticed is like that helped me so like along this journey so far. You know, is yeah. uh, having like like no almost no expectations you know because yeah. when i'm having some kind of expectations of like oh if how like what if i sell this piece or what if people are going to love it and i'm more views are going to see it? or like you just have this expectation of this piece or like oh what if somebody hates it what if nobody and it just kind of like slows you down so much you know That's and so the art art like the artistic to the cre- creating process you know it just kind of slows you down when you have a lot of like this so much expectations of of how to edit how to do things you know like uh you have to be good you know and all these things you know you have to kind of let that go the more i'm growing in the art art world like the creating i'm still learning a lot and i'm still young the more i feel like i'm trying to learn how to let go of that you know the expectations mm-hmm. and i feel like um like you were also saying the everything is improving. Everything with Felix is improving, um, with his art, with the way he records and everything, but, and like, you can't even see it from the videos when he first started to now. Um, but it's not because he's like taken any courses or like done anything crazy. Literally the only difference between when we first started and now is that he puts out content like pretty much every single day or like every other day. And just through doing that and being consistent, you like learn and grow and become the version that you need to be of yourself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's what I was saying earlier. I just said it real quick, but putting stakes on the line, because I see so many people do this, like, especially being in New York, you meet artists left and right, right? Like when I was living in New York or aspiring artists, you know, I I call them artists because obviously it's what they are, but they're not being paid for it yet. Mm -hmm. And what I realize is that if you don't set some sort of schedule for yourself, you know, we don't like order as artists. We like a little bit of chaos, but like if you don't set a little bit of order for yourself and have some kind of like social media, you don't have to be a social media star, but that just helps the idea of posting on social media because it gives you a deadline, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you just say, Hey, I'm going to make something every week or whatever it is, right. For me, it's two TikToks a day, like whatever you can keep up that will, and you commit to it. Like you said, you will improve just through mm-hmm. repeating, but it's so easy to lie to yourself and say, yeah, I'm working on being uh, a writer, you know, but then every day you come home and you are tired from work and you put on Netflix because you don't, and you don't write for weeks at a time or months at a time, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to make anyone anxious here. I'm just saying, if you want to break that cycle, do what Andrea said and actually have some kind of thing you're committed to. Yeah. Even if it's something little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's days like um, yesterday, for example, I was tired. I was exhausted. I was, you know, painting um, two days ago and I finished this piece and I was supposed to create and not start another painting yesterday. But I was like, I literally was like tired, you know, and I, I like took a little nap and then I got up and I'm like, well, you know, I feel like I need to do something important. So mm-hmm. I'm going to sketch but i was really tired you know mentally like kind of exhausted so i decided to just sketch some designs on my book you know and kind of um get some ideas for the future and actually what's interesting is part of this series i went back to like a year and a half ago that i sketched from my book and the designs i didn't use from when i sketched before i didn't feel like using those then but now yeah. I look back and I'm like, ooh, I see a new way of using these. Oh, and I kind of go back and take the old things that I sketched a year ago and 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 put it into my new stuff, you know? Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, like just build a body of work and then you can repurpose things. Yeah, so... To, to use another analogy, that I'd use the exact same thing actually with my music is like I realize I have all these little like one minute sound clips of me just kind of like humming a melody and playing guitar or whatever, mm-hmm. like these little ideas but those ideas make a whole library and then you can go back through your sketchbook or your audio recordings or whatever, or the lines of poetry that you've thrown in a notebook. And then you can like maybe 
one day it's like you have a seed or something and it's like all of a sudden that seed is ready you know to be watered it's like <laughs> yeah there's a better analogy but yeah yeah it's like a different season or something mm-hmm. yeah oh different there's the analogy it's different fruits that ripen at different times of the year you know yeah that ripen at different times of the year so based we on what's going that. on in your life some seed that you planted might make a lot more sense Mm-hmm. Right now it's pineapple season here. So yeah, and bananas. <laughs> nice. Um, it's always you guys are man. Your yard is <laughs> full of everything, huh? I know it's crazy. Our avocados are like growing bigger now. Wow. So Felix, what share with us? Share with the audience what book you're reading right now. Oh, actually, yeah. So when our friends came to visit, we decided to stop by a bookstore, and um, I saw that. Um, this artist I read Steal Like an Artist. Remember, Sebastian, you gave me the book for yeah, Christmas Austin or something? Yeah, Cleon, I think is how you say yeah. it. Yeah. Well, he released like two other books and um, I'm, I'm starting to read just to kind of like, you know, get that extra encouragement for myself oh, yeah. as well. But Show Your Work, it's oh, called. Nice. Man, I want to have him on the podcast. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, we talked about good it. Get. Maybe, right? we can, maybe we got that'd the power to swing that. <laughs> Come on, Austin, get on our show. Come on. Maybe he'll be willing to. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I just started reading that and it's it's um it's pretty encouraging. You so know? what's it about? It's I mean, kind of what we've been talking about, right? Like just just getting yeah. over your fear and putting stuff out there. Definitely. It says that um like the first part was like you don't have to be a genius. So, like what we talked about, mm-hmm. know it all. Like you you don't have to be you know, like know everything you, you just create, you know, like it's all about the process and I think it's not about the product, you know? Yeah. And I think that it shows that like, even in Felix's life, an example of that was like, he was teaching on YouTube and he's like, I don't even know how to teach. Like, I didn't even go to art school. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, when yeah. He's teaching. no, it's true. You weren't a teacher before you started your YouTube. You no. didn't go to teacher school or whatever. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so he, that's the key. It's like, and we, here, here it is. Like I started off this podcast as the example of like the, every man who's, ne- you know, who's hasn't had anything successful happen yet, but now I've had something successful happen. So it's like, but I want to bring it down to earth is that like, I mean, we're at very different stages, right? 24,000 followers is very different than, um, you know, a couple million followers. Right. But like, I think to, just for the people just starting out, like that is even how I got to where I am now. Like even in my situation, like, you know, I'm relatively new on this journey, but I think the reason that I was able to do it is that the preparation had been there. Like there were a lot of things that I do on a daily basis that had gotten me ready for that moment. And so I think that for anyone else out there, it's like, for example, I talk a lot. So my ability to articulate things comes from the fact that I read every day, you know, or I, you know, I worked in fashion. So that was repetition as well. So whatever it is that you're doing, just do it and put some stakes behind it, like posting or whatever, because you never know when it'll hit. But even if it doesn't hit for a long time, you're just going to be building up your skills, you know? And so when that moment does come, when you finally do get that one thing, all of a sudden now people can look back on this big body of work or you're just very much ready for that moment, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, and then if you love the process, that's the other thing too, man. Like I haven't, I still haven't done a thing with my music in terms of like success, but I just love the process of it. And so that's how you'll put in the reps. Anyway, I've talked enough about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think, Felix? Because you spent years and years painting before anyone knew who you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, totally. I 100% agree. And um, I hope this will be encouraging because even like even to this day, I feel the same as I was when I first started. You know, I feel like I'm still learning and growing. I'm not like there yet, but I try to do something like something at least at least every day, something, you know? I understand there's life happens, you know, you got to change a light bulb, go, you know, do this and, you know, go to Home Depot or whatever for the, the yeah. house projects. And, but like in the end, like there's, you could do something small a day, something that does like sketching, you know, and then like right. we, we talked about later on in the future, you'll, you, because you planted that seed, because you've practiced and, 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 you know, let that seed grow, then you eventually 
will come up with something really awesome and 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 or somebody might see your body of work and will love the the um the sometimes if you create one piece it doesn't look pretty but when you create a body of work you kind of see the consistency and the story behind it and so when you see that story the people are more likely to kind of want to explore the 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 story you know what i mean yeah and i think there's something very practical in what you said is that like have whatever your medium is whether it's you know painting or music or whatever it's like have a version of that that is going to move you forward without a lot of setup you know for those days like you said when life gets crazy or whatever you pull out your sketchbook instead of taking the time to set up all your acrylics you know Mm -hmm. or say you're a musician instead of getting out all your electronic recording equipment and going into you know logic or ableton Mm -hmm. you just pull out your acoustic guitar and work on some melodies you know something Mm -hmm. have something simple that you can fall back on that way you'll still be getting in the reps you know Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you, Andrea? How does that look in the business world, like doing a little bit daily? Well, I think it's really important, like with the same thing, like that you have deadlines for yourself, because I guess that's something that like I'm even working on now. It's like um, I have a big project that I have to get done and I've been putting it off for like months, but Um, I try to do like a little bit every day. Like I've been doing a little bit every day, kind of what you were saying. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I guess right now, because for me personally, I'm kind of like working on now growing my own business Mm -hmm. aside from color by Felix, but, um, I'm working on like refining and growing my product before I continue growing my social media. Because Mm. for me, I think, and like, this is a piece of advice that I would give all creatives is like, you should have an offering of some kind um, before you really start to grow like your platforms, because Mm. that all of that traffic you're getting on your pages um, to your art and all the hard work you're putting in to create what is that for? So you're getting all this attention to like that post, but then what? Because otherwise it's just like a daily thing where you're having to get that new attention every single day. But the the question is, what's the long-term goal? And so for me right, right now, I'm working on um, getting my offering solid and like Um, so it can be ready. And then I'm going to focus back again on my social media. So right now I'm taking a break from social media just to focus on getting like those types of things in place. That's smart. So yeah. So maybe if you're like, uh, let's give people some examples. So if you're a painter, maybe that would just be doing commissions or well, having a place that people can go. Like if your main offering is like originals, like have your website set up with Mm -hmm. your paintings there. Um, Because like the first thing that someone's going to ask when they see your, your post, like say your post goes viral. And like, here's the thing is like, you never know what post is going to go viral. So you have to be ready. And so like, say your post goes viral and someone's like, where can I buy this piece? If you take like a day or two to get back to that person, like they could already have moved on, you know? So like, already right. just respond to the comments, check the website. Um, it's listed there, you know, and that's already like immediate contact and you're sending the person to the website already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That is good. I was writing that down for my own personal use. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really smart. Yeah. Because I think that so many people have the attention, like you said, and they're good at growing that attention. But at the end of the day, it's like, like you said, that can be fickle, you know, algorithms can change. It's like, you need to have something in mind so that even if say you fall off, which statistically you probably will, you know, Mm -hmm. most creators, I think they said the average lifespan of a content creator is like two years, you know, Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean that's going to be you. Like a lot of people just get tired and quit, you know, but sometimes the attention goes somewhere else. And it's mm-hmm. like, you need to use that golden opportunity to be setting up for the next one. Mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or building something that you actually own, because at the end of the day, I think that that's what a lot of creatives like 
don't realize is like they're so focused on like going viral that they don't realize that like okay yes that's great but it's only a piece of it because you don't own those platforms like we were right. talking about you have to build something solid yeah exactly and that's what you guys have done right i mean you've got a website you've got you know courses you've got the whole like infrastructure so that it's like but then at the same time, I think it's this interesting balance where you don't want to be too salesy. And I think you guys do that really well. It's like if somebody wants to just get the free color by feel experience, they're not going to feel cheated. You know, there's mm-hmm. so much out there, so much out there for free that people can learn from or just enjoy or whatever, be entertained by. But then if they want to and and they, you know, love your stuff and want to engage more, then they have the option of paying some money and getting even more stuff. So it's like, exactly. I think that's, yeah. And that's, I think that's it's the important balance you want. Yeah. To find that balance and for everyone, it's going to look different depending yeah. on how available you want to be or how exclusive you want to be. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, and I like what Andrea talked about, about like, let's say you're just starting out and, and you're, and you have a website, right. And you like make a video or like a painting that you're proud of and you put it out there and, and it goes viral. Um, make, make sure that painting is actually already listed before you post the video or whatever, because mm-hmm. that's something that we today even like, uh, have problems that, we we are so we get carried away with other things that we forget to post a finished painting because I'm like trying to create so much that I right, have to move on to the next, the next project. Post you have to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I'm thinking to move on and work on other projects, and I if we forget to do that, and then Andrea's busy to doing that, and then we had people message on a video saying, "I love this painting. Where can I get it?" And then I notice it like a day, two days later, that message, and then I respond to them, but it's like we lost, we lost that connection in a way, you know, and it, and we never posted right. it on our website. So, it, you know, there was many of those moments uh, that happened to us, you know, but then on the flip side, it's also like when we are ready, like a, a really interesting example of this, um, couple examples, like when we were doing jacket paintings, like we were really good. Like we were on top of that. And like pretty much any time Felix would make a video, he would sell the jacket. And it was like a 600, $650 product, like every time. Um, another example of this is recently Felix did have the painting listed on his website and someone was interested in the painting and they bought the painting like right away. And it was like a couple thousand dollars. Wow. That's great. And so, so it pays to be ready. Yes. And that's what we're learning too, because not all my pieces are on the website, you know, and uh, we should, we should have like, well, at least the pieces that I feel like, you know, that I'm proud of um, that I want to sell. Right. Yeah. Um, I should put them out there and not like put it off. That's, a, that's an important part too, you know, and uh, we're learning this too, you know, Yeah. I mean, and I think it's just, yeah, like you said, you're never going to get it perfect that first try. Like you guys are five years in at this point and you're still making adjustments, figuring out how to do the art and the business. And so I would say like to anyone else starting out, like don't wait till you get it perfect, you know, exactly. The opportunity is going to pass you by while you're trying to figure out how to maximize that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Like I remember telling you guys earlier in your career, like, you know, I, I am not a businessman, but I have some insight about how these things go. And I paid attention to how they've gone for other people. And I was like, you guys are going to be surrounded by vultures, you know, because this is when you had first hit like 100K, like out of nowhere, you know, like mm-hmm. you rocketed to 100K on Instagram and uh, followers, that is. And I was like, you guys are going to be getting offers from people left and right, trying to capitalize on your success and trying to screw you over essentially in the deal. Just take as much money as they can get from you because that's the way the system is set up. That's the incentive for people is get as much money as you can from naive people. And I've seen it happen so much in the music industry that I was just like, you guys just take it slow. Hold on a second. Can you hear me fine? Can you hear the dogs mm-hmm. barking? Okay. Anyway. I was like, just just take it slow. There's going to be more opportunities in the future. Just do the things that you're more like, like just go with the, basically go with the flow and trust your instincts. Like when you feel like you have to squeeze every last dollar out of an opportunity, you're going to make bad decisions. Mm-hmm. You're going to make rushed decisions. You know, it's like, 
I think it's way better to just do what feels right, figure out as you go and just accept because you guys were not, you know, seasoned business people at that time, you know? No. It's, it's like and actually just, now uh, I I actually like as funny as like Gary V is and like how easy he is to like make fun of and stuff with yeah. like he's annoyingly he correct on a lot of things. Yeah. Like the one thing that I like recently have just kind of been realizing. Cause like, I always was like, I have to be successful by I'm a certain age. I have to like hit these milestones, yeah. like, you know, all this stuff. And he's like constantly talking about patience and I'm like, you know what, maybe he's right. <laughs> because looking back, it's like everything that we've gone through, like ups and downs, constantly learning, constantly growing. It just took time you know, but it's because we were actually there putting in the work every day. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And one thing I actually was thinking earlier about something else he said that was when we were talking about, like, basically one thing that I really like that he says is don't take anything too seriously, whether it's, um, praise or criticism, you know, Mm. the, the positivity or the negativity, right? Because say, for example, a lot of people are just, you know, giving you all kinds of flowers every day. Oh my gosh, you're so awesome. You're the best. You're going to get addicted to that, you know, Mm -hmm. and that is going to make the negativity hurt that much more. Mm -hmm. And so I love that that's the perspective that he gave on it because it's, yeah, as soon as that positivity is withdrawn, even a little bit, all of a sudden you're having a miserable day, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's like, it's so much better to just say, Hey, I'm just going to do what I need to do. I'm going to put in the work and people can love it. People can hate it but neither one is going to stop me from doing what I do and, Mm -hmm. you know, or affect my opinion of myself. I think that's, you know, everyone says, don't listen to the haters, but they don't talk about the other side. Don't listen to the people, you know, puffing you up. Right. Yeah. Because that will make you weak as well. Yeah. Andrea always tells me like, if there's like, um, if there's like, and it's not like we read comments every day, you know, like, like, I mean, like yeah. just following what people are saying, but we, we look, we try to respond to people, you know, and, and our audience and, and um, if there's any important questions they may have, you know, but she always would say if there's a negative comment, she's like, Hey, don't take it to heart. You know, it's okay. Because Hey, yeah, at least they gave some kind of emotion, you know, there's be like, mm-hmm. Oh, this, this is just, this is so messed up. This is ugly, or this is, you know, or something like that. Then it's like, or like um, a few days ago, I posted this painting and I put some energy and thought to it, but somebody put a lot of laughing emojis, you know, at the painting. They didn't say anything, but just a bunch (laughs) of laughing emojis. And I'm like, what does that mean? You know, like I I kind of was like, I was kind of getting to that. That's what they're trying to do a little bit. Yeah. I was like, why, why? And like, I was letting a little bit of that, like, try to get to it's my head. so funny because like people say way ruder things and this is the one felix is <laughs> yeah this this is the one that i was like confused by this is one that finally got him <laughs> it, it's funny because well i mean it, it like <sighs> laughing okay so the laughing comment right okay, i'm a yeah. human i'm a human i don't care i don't feel like like a person will like just never have any feelings or emotions eventually you know like everybody at some point will have something you know but anyway that was kind of getting to me and i know i was like i'm not gonna let the comments get to me i know that you know but that one was like why why is that funny that's not you funny. shouldn't tell them because then they'll be doing it <laughs> no 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 I yeah know, no, everyone's <laughs> gonna don't expose your weaknesses <laughs> <laughs> no but you but i've seen other laughing comments before but why it maybe it built up over time i don't know like it was just uh it was random but i was like you know like it's okay like what we were saying that brought some emotion and i was telling andrea i was like it brought her emotion she laughed she made her smile and giggle or whatever that's great that's good you know so i don't need to take it like i don't you're saying that you're saying that it's better that people react negatively than just be indifferent yeah, like yeah, with I've, art, like that's the point of art. It's like should in, invoke some kind of emotion. Yeah. Right. Yeah, even even if they get angry or or Well, that's happy. what that's what Shay was saying when we had her on a few years ago. Yes. She was saying that like when she put her when she would sell her art on the street in New York, oh, yeah. she actually yeah. preferred to see people walk by and be disgusted or laugh at it or whatever than just walk by and not even look you know yeah look and then look away you know yeah yeah that's true so then i've learned a lot from these podcasts to be perfectly honest like 
one of the <laughs> things that Nuge said. Uh, wow, you're like holding on to these grains. Yeah, I'm a learner, okay? When I hear things I can use, I like- Okay, I tell me something. Said. Tell me something Nuge said. I wrote down what you said earlier in this podcast and I'm going to use it, you know? Like I need to get a website. But like um, what Nuge said was that it's actually in line with what we're talking about now. He said that he actually- is okay with like negative comments and that he actually takes them to heart. And at first that hit me like, what, you know, like, shouldn't you just drown them out? But he said that there's like a shred of truth in a lot of negative comments. And if you're like mature enough to handle it, like if you can't handle it, then just block them or don't pay attention. Don't read your comments. But like he said that if you're in a place, well, this is me adding it. I think if you're in a place where you can emotionally handle that, you know, you can actually learn a lot from it. You can say, okay, that's what he was saying. He's, his theory is that like, if somebody says something negative, maybe they're just saying something that everyone else who's too kind or polite mm. to say it wouldn't say, mm-hmm. you know? I remember that. Yeah. And so like, it's them speaking from the gut. And so even though it's nasty and they probably could have phrased it a lot better, it's like, at least you can, you can like peel back all the nastiness from it and just find the shred of truth, which is like, oh, maybe I could use a little work on my, you know, highlights or shading or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's interesting because like even talking about this uh, topic, you know, um, there we've I think we've talked about this before, too, is that you kind of need to know what is actually a negative negative comment, like where it's stopping your creativity, you know, or if it's a comment of that will actually help grow in what, what the stage you're in, it, it'll just kind of help you along the way. But it's yeah. not like stopping you like for example like hey like you should stick to landscapes you know things like that you know you know um you should you should perfect that more and 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 you know stay there because you're better at that than abstract you know things like that i don't think those comments should be you know considered in a way of course not yeah definitely it's like about yeah you have to have your filter and it's like yeah some people just don't know what they're talking about it's like sorry you know but you're yeah you're (laughs) It's the truth. And I think that's true for everybody is like, are you really, does everyone's opinion really matter to your life trajectory? Nobody knows your life better than you do. You mm-hmm. know? And so yeah. And I have- think it's also like, it also depends on what you, what you're drawn to, because in the end, like that's where that's the, that's going to be the path that like, man, I don't even know how to say it. It's like, that's where you, your true self is going to be. Like you need to follow, follow that. Not what some random person on the internet told you to do. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's a lot of wisdom in things that are cliched, you know, things that we hear all the time, like follow your heart. Mm -hmm. We get so used to hearing them that we don't really pay attention to what that means. You know, I think think that like, I think it's like, I guess I kind of just got a, a thought about it. Um, Like, it's more like what I'm saying is like, follow your passions, because I think that we were each given and created with a passion. That's why we're all different, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. I think that it's beautiful when you can just follow that with a pure heart and not like let people ruin that, because unfortunately, people will try to like block out that part of you you know they'll they'll tell you things maybe not intentionally but that's just how the world is you know and you just have to like follow that true passion definitely yeah i think there's a million reasons for it i think some people are insecure and don't realize it some people are really looking out for you and they think that you're they're doing you a favor Yeah, exactly. By helping you avoid risk. So rather than sitting around wondering what their intention is, I think, yeah, it's better to, like you said, let your ultimate North star just be your passion, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's, and we are all made differently because I remember being like three years old and drawing and creating characters and like being drawn to all that stuff, you know, and I never cared about that. I've never. And I am so grateful that there's people like you who know about business or, that there's somebody who is passionate about like doing science, you know, and helping mm-hmm. develop mm-hmm. these engineering solutions that I use in my day-to-day life because that stuff bores me to tears, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, so it's like, we all have a role to play and you're actually 
contributing to like the entire human race by following mm-hmm. your passion. You know what I mean? It's like, imagine if Felix had taken the advice that art is not that important. Oh, it's just a painting. It's like, and he should just be a construction worker, yeah. like all the other Slavs, Slavics. Yeah. And it's like, well, and there's nothing, if you're passionate about construction, Slavs. like your brother, Hey Slav, <laughs> your brother Slav has built an awesome construction business for himself. And it's probably because he enjoys the, some aspect of that, you know? Yeah. He, like, he, Actually, it's interesting because like I when I'm around him, uh, when he talks about a home, he talks the same kind of way that I talk about art. You know, he's so Mm -hmm. passionate about it. He's like, I'm going to change this. I'm going to do this. And he has a vision. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I can't see that. I can't see what you're explaining to me. So it's kind of like almost you're just and that's like him (laughs) when Felix explains a painting. Yeah, when I explain a painting, he's like, you see the eyes glaze over. Yeah. (laughs) Or that's yeah, that's like me when people describe certain stuff like that too. Anything technical, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but he loves it and he's good at it, you know. So, anyways, I feel like this is a good place to end because we started talking about this and we're ending talking about how you should be unique and follow um, what it is that you're called to do and not try to compare your art with other people, but just follow it, what it is that you feel led to do. And in that you're going to, instead of trying to copy people or be a, a, just a copied version of someone else, like you're going to be a unique and bring something new to the table. Yes. And I think that because I can see this question already, people having this question, how do you find what it is that makes you, you know, because for some of us, we know really young, but even for me, I didn't know exactly how that would express itself. I knew what I was into. I knew I was into fiction, music, and clothing, but like you have to figure out sometimes how that's going to express itself, you know, and to that, I would say experiment, try different Mm -hmm. things, Yeah, try different things and don't be in such a hurry because that's what I'm saying. Like, that's how people get themselves in these miserable stuck positions is because they look at their friends and they say, Oh, he's off at the accounting firm making so much money. He's off being an engineer, making so much money. It's like, take the time, say, how much do I really need to be comfortable? Just comfortable. Like how much do I need to pay for doctor's visits and food and a roof over my head? Then take the time, especially while you're young and you don't have commitments. It's like, take the time to explore, try a bunch of different things. It literally to get to this idea of doing these fashion videos and stuff. By the way, I incorporate my love of music and fiction into them. So we can talk about that another time. But like for me to get to that idea, it took me three years. I was like working at a grocery store, doing random freelance writing, like whatever I needed to do to pay the bills and trying a lot of different things. I tried Mm -hmm. running a vintage business. I tried, you know, releasing music and just trying to make it as a musician, like all this stuff. And you just try and you see what works for you and what makes you the happiest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then also that time that you've uh, worked on those things like let's say your music your album that you created it's it could be the same kind of thing that happened to me with the designs that i'm working on right now years later you'll be like oh i planted this i've worked i i can this is a great opportunity right now for me to reshare it or like do something with it and you've uh, like got this new spark of of a new way of uh presenting it or something you know right and you bring it back and and it's not a waste you it's know? a personal library yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly cool all right any other final thoughts you guys before we uh end this color by felix family episode just know that you know i don't have everything figured out we all here are still learning andrea's learning in business sebastian's like just are is exploding in on tiktok you know i'm i'm still figuring out my style i don't know my style we're all figuring this out and we're just having fun you know and experimenting it's and it's truly about the journey and the process and yes it's because you don't know when you're gonna hit so you might as well be happy before you hit yeah, like, exactly. Be happy right now. I'm yes. telling you guys, literally look at me. If you're feeling any kind of insecurity, if you can't relate to Felix, I can relate to Felix and Andrea because I see how normal they are. But if you're like, oh, he's way up there. I can't relate to him. Relate to me. Okay. I've been dealing with chronic illness for seven years. Okay. Like my life got totally topsy-turvy and I would have a million reasons to be super, super negative. Right. I can't even go eat at a restaurant with my friends still. I would have a million reasons to be negative, but I had 
it literally forced me to think like this. I was like, okay, I don't know when this thing's going to go away, when it's going to improve. So I might as well get happy right now, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm happy. And like, and so this is like I, this success I've had on TikTok was in like the past two months before that I was happy. I was doing what I like. I was working towards things that mattered to me, you know? So don't wait for that success. Like the success I'm so grateful for, you know, and I have yet to turn it into like a lot of money or anything. It's just followers right now, but like the success can happen at any time. And so that's like out of your control in a sense, you know, like part of my success is really just timing. Like I happened to get in to when the niche was right. And TikTok was the algorithm worked in my favor. Like I didn't, you know, we all have help when we have our success, you know, Felix Mm -hmm. got in at a good time with Instagram. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you can control certain things like practice and all that stuff, but ultimately there's always going to be some variables outside your control. So please listen to me. Don't wait for that breaking that breakout moment to be happy, be happy mm-hmm. right now. Amen. Mm-hmm. Do the thing you love every day and just enjoy that. Yes, man. That makes me want to go to the studio after this. <laughs> <laughs> I got goosebumps. Oh, okay. <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you guys. It's always inspiring to talk to you guys. There you and go. Let's get pumped yeah. up. Let's create some awesome stuff. All yes. right, guys. You know, and everyone talking, listening too. let's all get out, out in our studios, our respective little corners of the room or whatever. Yeah, right. Make something. <laughs> I'm going to my laptop after this. <laughs> yeah, no. And I, I hope you guys listening to this, if you're, you know, just, I hope you're encouraged by this because this is raw, true life stories here. We're, we're sharing with you guys and hopefully you guys can relate and, 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 and take that step to, to being happy, to doing what you are called to do, what God has given you as a gift, you know, use that, be a blessing to somebody and you'll see like the big impact, how, how much more, you know, joy you're going to have in life doing mm-hmm. that. Yes. So thank you guys for tuning in. Yes. Uh, we, we're always going to, we, every once in a while, we're going to have, you know, just us talking and seeing where we at. Um, but thank you guys again for tuning in. We really love you guys and appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you guys for listening to the color by Felix podcast. We have another episode in the books. And if you enjoyed this one, please be sure to share it with your friends. If this inspired you or encouraged you share it on social media, tag us, we'll reshare it as well. And be sure to give this podcast a review wherever you're listening hope you guys yes, enjoy. and also email us at color by felix pod at gmail.com and we will answer your questions yes mm-hmm. so send us any questions and we'll answer them here on the show all right guys thanks so much for tuning in we will see you next time bye see you guys see you guys take care